Praise the Lord. We thank the first of many. We thank the pastor for the opportunity to be able to we are talking about what? Hope for the answer. Hope for the answer. Praise the Lord. Before the word of the Bible, talk about answer. We found that in Psalm 139, verse 23. It's a 139, verse 22. So he said to me, O Lord, I know my heart. Call me, I know my anxiety. This is Psalm David talking to a person and no man anxiety. You know that anxiety is very special person. It doesn't matter who you are, anybody can be on there. And if you go to a certain anxiety process to question, you can see the person. If you go to a progressive problem, you can see the people who are about what is it an Ezekiel? Is it an Ezekiel? Is it an Ezekiel? I'm true to the people of the land. God says the Lord to the inhabitants of Jerusalem and to the land of Israel. They shall eat their bread with anxiety and drink their water with bread, so that Haram may be emptied of all who are in it, because of violence and of all the food running in the also part of anxiety can be a part. Anxiety can also be a result of pain. So, there is really nothing good about anxiety. That is why we want to live here this morning without being entered in Jesus' name. If we go to Kings, first, uh, to chapter 4, verse 1 to 7, there we find a story of a woman who was answered. This man had to say that he, she was the wife of the prophet. And at the present time, the husband died. And what happened? The people that the death the husband were owing came to collect their children as ransom for the death 
always been old. And this woman was worried. She was anxious. Not because of something crossed by her. There's some of us we are here, we are anxious or something. It's not even our fault. It wasn't this woman that borrowed money, but here she is, her children are about to do. And she didn't know what to do. She was in anxious too. She was worried. But the Bible says that she went to the man of God. And she began to tell her story. She began to tell her worries. I think you have to come to collect my children because of the death of my husband. And the servants of God give a word and give some instruction. So, are you here this morning and you answer for anything? The first hope you have is that there is a word from God. Do you have a prophet in your life? Do you have the word of God in your life? That is your first solution to every anxious moment. So long, and that is why you are here this morning. Just as a woman ran to the prophet, and the prophet spoke a word and gave some instruction, you are here this morning and you are receiving the word of God. What hope do you have? What is the word of God saying about your situation? And the man of God said, Go, borrow vessels and put you and your children in your room and begin to fill it with the oil that you have. It's not for the word, it's not for the man of God. The last night on the street. And you ask yourself, somebody is in a situation because of borrowing and her husband, right? And now the man of God is telling you again, go and do it. <laughs> go and do it. Don't you think that people already knew that that family is a boring family? Don't you think that the people already knew that the husband was so much indebted in death? He might have been the, the side of the death of the death. Yes, the man of God says, go and do it. What is the difference? The word of God brought favor. When she went to bed, nobody asked her, behold your husband bore before her people, but has he paid back? Whatever she asked, they gave it to her. Because of the word, because of the word of the prophet. And God gave instructions. He said, when you go, Lock up yourself and begin to do this. The word of God is going to give you instruction to bring you out of your identity in the name of Jesus. And another thing you find out is that the actions of the past by the husband led to the anxious moment. I don't know what you have done in the past, but the, the solution is that your action for the future is going to change the situation. Because 
I don't know why the husband was going before. I don't know why. Some people are answering this one because of the death in their house. I don't know why you did it before. That is the action of God. But now, the man of God said, he said, when you have, when he said, when he went to do it, look at what has happened. And the man of God said, you go, sell the oil and pay off your debt. And you and your son do what? Live on the rest. Live on the rest. In other words, why the husband might have voted before for whatever reason of sending? But this time around, the word of God is coming. You borrow. But now, you are borrowing for a different reason. You are borrowing with wisdom. You are borrowing with investment in heart. And he said, it, 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 it might mean that that woman became an oil seller. Because I try to understand when the man of God said, You and your father, you have paid your debt. He said, What? Leave and rest. Because I don't think he meant that every morning after the night, they should be oil. But to me, there was a favor that came with that blessing that could sustain them for the rest of their life. And they were not going to pray again. That is what the word of God can do for you. That is what the word of the prophet can do for you. And if you go down again in that chapter, uh, there was another woman that was called the Tsunamite woman. The Bible says that she did something good. And at the point in time, the servant of her asked, What can we do for this woman? And the servant of the prophet said, And she has no child. And the time that was appointed, she had a child. Along the line, what happened? The child died. Something that was supposed to be a blessing began to cross an anxious moment. And the child died. And the woman ran to the prophet. She met people on the way. She didn't tell the wrong person the, 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 the story. She met the servant of God's prophet. He didn't tell the story. And when he got to the man of God. But what I wanted to pick up there is that the woman remembered that there was a time she did not have a child. And God provided a child. And now another situation is coming when she's crossing an after moment to the world. What am I telling you this morning? Has God ever done something in your life today before? I want you to think back on it for the moment you are in. If God has ever answered your prayer before, and if God has never answered your prayer before, I don't know why you are here. Because you being here means that God has done something for you before. You're hearing my voice this morning. You're hearing because God has done something for you before. Now the challenge is, has God ever done something for you before? The hope you have for the answer comment for you this morning is to remember what God has done before. And that was what this woman did. She remembered that this same prophet, this same God, gave me a child when I have none. So if this child has died, this same God is able to bring him. So, what is 
God to you this morning. Has He ever done something for you? He will do for the moment you are in. In Jesus' name. We're talking about hope for the answer. The hope is that Jesus, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Praise the Lord. Let's read Judges 12, 1 to 3. Then the men of Israel gathered together, crossed over towards Jerusalem, and said to Jephthah, Why do you cross over to fight against the people of Ammon and do not call us to go with you? We will burn your house down with you and you with fire. And Jephthah said to them, My people and I, we are in great struggle. With the people of Ammon. And when I called you, you did not deliver me out of their hands. So when I saw that you would not deliver me, I took my life in my hands and crossed over against the people of Ammon, and the Lord delivered them into my hands. Why then have you come to me this day to fight against me? What is it? What is that solution the Lord is telling us this morning? Instead of being anxious and being disappointed, can you take your life in your hand? What did Jephthah say? He said, I, I, I called and he did not answer me. Then what, was he, what did he say? He said, I decided to do what? Take my life in my hand. That thing that is making you anxious, can you rise up to it and face it? For Jephthah, there was no there was The people that were threatening were supposed to be his brothers. The people that he called upon to help him were supposed to be his brothers. But when they told him, he took his life in his hand. Sometimes you need to to rise up for yourself. The scripture is filled up with so many men of God who took their life in their hand. When the decree was made in the land, of Babylon against what Daniel did. What Daniel did was taking his life in his hands. When he started to do against what the land has decreed and he started to pray, what he did was taking his life in his hands. Do you think it was funny when they were trying to put him inside the lion's den and he was looking at the lion and he feasted by what he believed. The three Hebrew children, they were there. They said, even if our God does not deliver us, he said, what? We will not do what? That is taking your life in your hands. And before them was a burning flame. And it was obvious, it was, it was starting. He said, this is for you. The life, the fire was made. They were meant to be near for the fire. But when they were thrown into the fire, the fire could not contain them. Because they took their life in their hands. Instead of being afraid, because the truth of the matter is that if you keep being afraid, that's what you are anxious of. 
and the sick. Many have died, and they died of fear. You've seen people who are running for what they don't know because of fear. But they don't know that where they are running is where the problem is coming from. But because they are running without knowledge and because of fear, they die. If you know where you're going to, take your life in your hand. Take it. Don't let the fire consume you. Let the fire be the victim. Because at the time they put them in there, Jesus stood up. And the people that he said, we threw how many people in? Three. But we see a fourth man. You can only see the fourth man when you decide to take your life in your hand. Jephthah saw the fourth man because he tried to take his life in his hand and called on God and faced the situation. Did he die? No. Esther said, if I perish, I perish. Did he perish? No. There's nobody that has ever decided to take his life in his hand. There's nobody that has ever, ever, ever decided to, to make that statement that if I perish, I perish. None of them have perished. Job said, even if he slays me, I will work yet for him. Did he die? The Bible says that his later end was better than his beginning. The Bible said that when, when, when that thing happened to Daniel and son, and the king said, Oh Daniel, now I know that your God is the true God. When the thing happened to the servants who said, I have those that threw them into the fire, the fire consumed them. They were elevated. I'm telling you, no matter wherever you take your life in your hand, you don't perish. Because you trust God and the first man always. Hope for the answers. Praise the Lord. I want to ask you how long is your problem? How bad is your problem? Is it up to 38 years? I would say there was a man that was in the pool for how many years? 38 years. Is your problem up to 38 years? Bible talk about the woman with the issue of blood. And she had that issue for how many years? Twelve years. It's your problem of twelve years. And the Bible says that it's not just that she, she had a problem. The Bible says also that she has suffered so many things in the hands of physicians. Those that were supposed to be physicians. She has suffered so many. I don't know the kind of situation she has. She has suffered so many humiliations in the hands of and rather said again that he had done what spent all that he had. Maybe it's not like an that situation. One, he has been in a situation of blood flowing for 12 years. He has passed through humiliation from people that were supposed to be a solution. And again, he has spent all if you're facing that bad. And then, it just came, and she said, if only I can touch the hem of his garment. And touching the hem of his garment was not an easy process. Because everybody knew the situation of this woman. And as she was pressing, they didn't make it easy for her. They didn't make it easy for her. But she, she continued to pray. I mean, how bad 
challenge the situation. Lazarus died for how many days? For three days. If your bad, if your situation is that bad, that something has died. You are still alive. You are still hoping. You are only your, just your only client. You are talking about people, somebody who has died. And Jesus showed up after three days and turned his situation around. I want to ask you a question. Your situation is this work from the man who was so bad in his situation that his friends. Four friends had to carry him, and when they could not find a way out, the Bible said that they did what? They opened the hole in the roof and dropped the man right in the front of Jesus. That was how bad it is. It was that bad. The Bible talks about that God turned the rivers of, of, of Egypt to what? To what? To blood, right? This is easier. Is it easier for God to turn your situation around or to turn you back to blood? Which one is harder? Which one is harder? To turn you back. Have you ever heard of it? Have you ever seen of it? Do you think it will happen? But God, the creator of the universe, turned you back to blood. And when it was time, he turned it back to river. Right? So, is your situation more difficult than turning river to blood? I mean, when we are getting answers, let's take it right. Let's, 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 let's take it right. Praise the Lord. And we are in a situation that everybody is answered because of the pandemic. If you have not known anxiety, I'm sure everybody has known anxiety at this point in time. This is similar to the land of Egypt. Goshen was in, in the land of Egypt. It wasn't in another land, right? And it was in that same land that the place was taking place. But now, listen to me. The Bible says, that when the angel of, of the spirit of death was going around, and he said that any household that is saw the mark of the blood on the doorpost, but now wait, the presence of the mark of the door in the doorpost meant that they were partaking of the Passover in the inside. The blood that they, you see outside was not from, it was from what was happening inside the house. They killed the lamb, put the blood outside, but they were eating the, the body in the inside. You are anxious. The question is, what is happening in the inside of you? So long as body of Christ was, the, was in the inside of the family. So long as there was a communion, there was a fellowship in the household, 
and the map of the blood was at the doorpost, the angel of death passed. Because seeing the blood, the end, the truth of death was sure that the right thing was happening inside that household. And let me tell you, it wasn't what that household, your household is not protected by what is happening in the next household. Because the blood at your doorpost is not the blood from the lamp from the next household, it's from the lamp from your own household. We are in a time that is difficult now for people to gather to worship. This is not how God wants us to worship. It's not how God wants us to worship. The wall of Jericho did not fall by keeping quiet. There was a time to keep quiet. But the time it was to fall, God said what? Quiet. He said, sing. He said, make noise. If on the seventh day and on the seventh time they refuse to do that, the wall of Jericho will not fall. But we are in a time that the church is just from that is come into his household with gladness and with goodness, with joyful heart, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Now, the situation we are in. Now the question is, what is happening in your own household? It's the Passover taking place in your household. Because the presence of the Passover will validate, will validate the, the blood of the doorpost. The Lord asked, there was something happening on the inside. The Spirit of God did not come. It went through the land. Two days that it was meant to kill. It is four days that it was meant to be destroyed. But those that had the instruction of God, they are preserved. He said, if the serpent bites you, even the wilderness, he said, if you are have the faith to look up to the brazen serpent, serpent, you shall live. I don't know what is what you answer, but if you have the faith to look up to you know, the, 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 the question is that bad. A lot of people were drawn to God with their lips, but our heart is full of fear. When it comes to what is happening, some people are more confident in Cisco and Walmart than they are in the house of God. That is the truth. You are more confident there than you are. I know there are people that have very valid reasons why they can't come to church, but there are people that are not coming because of fear. That is the, the truth. Because I want to say a way that you can also order your grocery online and someone will deliver it at your, your doorstep. I'm also aware of that. If you don't know, hello, friends. So, why do you go to those places to buy your grocery? Why don't you do it online? And you feel that the best place you can, the devil will catch you, is in the presence of God. Let's tell ourselves the truth. And let's rise. Let's build our faith. When you talk about something, you say, give to Caesar what is Caesar. And give to God what is God. But you know the problem? 
come across, they only give criticism what is Jesus. But I use this to get what is God. We are quick to quote it. Are we really giving God what is God? Bible says, without faith, it is what? Impossible to please God. Do we have that faith in God? So whatever that is trying to be a restriction to your fellowship with God, take me and walk in the freedom that God has given you. Nothing can happen. If God can protect you without the vaccine, He can protect you even with the vaccine. It doesn't matter. That is, that is, we are doing it because we want to be a good citizen. We want to give to Caesar what is Caesar. Which is, which God intervenes for Jesus. But what I am telling the Christian is also give to God what is don't neglect the assembly of brethren. It is undebatable. It's the scripture. Right? So let's keep with God, even in your household. Serve God with fear. Serve God with gladness and boldness in your heart. And the Lord will see us through in the name of Jesus. So for the answer. Why is anybody have to live here? I'm sort of anything because God is on the throne. What is our hope? John 15, verse 3. These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may do what? Have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Why are you here this morning? Why am I speaking to you this morning? Why? Well, I have spoken to you that you may what have peace. Peace about worry. Peace about anxiety. Praise the Lord. It is Psalms 214. For he himself is our peace, and he has made both one, and has broken down the middle wall of separation. For he himself is our peace. I have been, I have, I have been in the place of being anxious before. You know, when I was about middle school, I was anxious. Am I going to get work? What is, what is, what is it? What is it like? Like going into the world. What is it like going into the, the you are not on your own? But one day I was walking to school, and the scripture I read to the first verse nine came to my mind. And what did God say? God said, I will not bring to the time of death that I'm not caught the He said, I will not bring to the time of death. And not cause delivery. That scripture came in my heart. I no longer became afraid of the future. Because what the Bible is telling me is that 
There is nothing that you can do with pain in your life that God allows you to get to you that He will not let it come to pass. And that has happened in every aspect of my life. In fact, the first job I got, I went to the branch office of that company to submit my CV, and they said we don't have openings. Two weeks later, I went to visit somebody, a friend in Portacot, and she said she was going for an interview. I said, okay, let me drop you. We get to the place. She was supposed to be here. Her brother was supposed to be here. But her brother traveled all around. And it happened that it was the head office of the company and I submitted CV. I wanted to submit CV. They didn't take my CV. They just said, you know, what I did. It was open to me. And I, she now said, okay, please, can you act, act like my brother? Act like my brother. For the benefit of my brother. I said, okay, fine, no problem. So, when she went, she came, and when it was time for her, I went in. Before I went, I said, 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 yes. Okay. I went to India. They asked, are you this person? I said, yes, no. So what do you mean by yes, no? I said, let me tell you this person. I said, I'm not this person. This is how I came in here. I said, I said, I said, do you have your CV? I was looking for a job, I was in Chelsea. I said, do you have your CV? I said, yes. I gave them my CV. They said, I didn't We are about 100 people. A lot of 100 people. About three people were chosen. The person that I went to drop, he went to pass the first test. I was there. And I was posted back to the same office where I went, the branch where I was living. Where I went and they said they had no vacancy. It was the same place I was posted back. <laughs> it was the same place I was posted back. But, I got it with that application. Those that submitted application, we are called for interview. I want to drop somebody for interview. And, and, and I can tell you stories and stories and stories and testimonies like that. All I can tell you, God will not bring you to the time of death and not cause you to So what is it that you are anxious of? God is there. God is there. I, 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 I started the year thinking of, God, how am I going to make it? Because I looked at last year, I looked at how things came. There were so many things that came to good. And I looked at it, I said, those things cannot repeat this year. Oh, but how am I going to be to surpass the achievements of last year with this year? I'm sure that after the first three months, things happened in the way I did not expect it. But the fact is that within four months, I did what I could not do for one year. In the last year that I even took that I considered. But I started the year thinking about God, how will I make it this year? Knowing that the thing that I saw that happened last year, there's no possibility of repeating this year. But what I want to tell you, God will not bring you to the time of death and not trust you. What are you in trust of? Your there is hope. 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 
Philippians 4, The answer for what? For nothing, but in everything. With what? Let your request be made known to God. Turn your anxiety to request. Turn it to faith in God. And God will lift you up. Praise the Lord. Let's go ahead to What is it? What is it that is making you anxious? What is it? What is it that is making you anxious? Like you said, is it bigger than God? Look at all the testimonies in the Bible. Is it, is it what God cannot see? The pandemic is nothing new to God. You're going to live through it. You can tell me about even men of God that have died of it. Fine. That does not mean that, mean that it will come to you. Mike Moreau died of a plane crash. He's a big man of God. Does it mean that he died of a plane crash? So why do you think that because this person died of COVID or that's them, it will be your person? No. Have faith in God. What you believe is what will come to you. Do the right thing. But in all, give to God what is God. Father, we thank you this morning. We bless them when we worship you. Because, Lord, you have brought us to put us on a higher ground. You have brought us, O oh God, because you want to help us understand the freedom and the liberty and the power that we have in Christ. Let this mind be in us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed.